0: another Kangaroo English Daily Digest. My name is Christian and today is Wednesday, the best day of the week. (laughs) Um, Today I'm going to be answering the very simple question, what, what is the secret to fluency? What's the secret to learning a language successfully? And I'm gonna tell you, right? but first we need to start with a joke so are you, are you ready what, <laughs> what, oh, poor, what oh god what <laughs> i'm sorry what what do you call a monkey that has a magic wand and and a magic hat harry potter <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm sorry. That was so bad. It's the bad jokes that that made, that made me laugh the most. Okay. Um, now, why why am I telling you a monkey joke? I'm telling you because to understand the secret to fluency, we have to talk a little bit about monkeys. Well, more specifically about chimpanzees, and we have to go back in time to 1931. So in 1931, there was this American psychologist called Winthrop Niles Kellogg. Is that the most posh name you've ever heard in your life? Winthrop. (laughs) And as a psychologist in 1931, he, he wanted to know if it was possible for a chimpanzee to learn a language like a human. So he did something kind of a bit crazy. He did something that now would be considered unethical and would definitely be illegal. He brought a chimpanzee into his house, a baby chimpanzee, and he raised this baby chimpanzee next to his own son, and they raised them as equals, so they slept in beds together, you know they wore the same clothes, they did the same activities, um, they they played together, they were punished in the same way. They were treated the, the chimpanzee was treated as a human, okay and during this this time that they were growing up together the the boy. And the chimpanzee, they were both tested in lots of different ways. They were tested physically, mentally, psychologically. How did they solve puzzles? What what were the milestones of their development? Okay. Now now listen to this. This is this is from a newspaper article from from uh, from 1931. Okay. Gua, the baby chimp learned to use a cup and spoon several weeks before his human companion. At the age of 12 months, he could walk upright and respond to 20 simple commands, like shake hands and open the door. The child could only respond to three. Now, that's interesting. It's interesting that that the chimpanzee developed, okay, in a, in a physical way, with motor skills, the chimpanzee developed much faster than the human child. Right? Okay, now let's, let's fast forward now to 1993. Big difference. And this is a little bit weird, okay, so there was an, an, another American I'm sensing a pattern here, huh? Another American called Darmond Spears. And he is actually a linguist, a computational linguist. And as an experiment, he decided to only speak to his baby in one specific language. Because he wanted to know if he could teach the child this language. Now, what was the language that he decided to speak to his child in? The language was Klingon. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you know this, but Klingon is what's called a conlang, a constructed language. It was a language that was invented by a linguist for the television series Star Trek. So in Star Trek, you have these kind of like kind of Um, they're like evil kind of people with big foreheads, okay? And they're called Klingons and they speak Klingon. And so this guy decided to teach this language to his son and he only spoke Klingon to his son for three years, right? Now, I have to say that um, his wife spoke to his son in English and he went to, to kindergarten in English, Uh, So the child was not only exclusively exposed to Klingon, but but it was a language that his father spoke to him in Klingon only. Right. And, and, And listen to this. There's some there's some amazing stuff here. So this is what the father says. I've been able to say almost everything I've needed to say to my son in Klingon. One of the reasons I find the Klingon language so interesting is that because the vocabulary and grammar is so limited, you really have to think to figure out how you're going to say something. Even putting Alec, his son, to bed becomes a linguistics puzzle because there's no Klingon word for light. When I ask him to turn out the lights, I say in Klingon, make it dark. (laughs) Now, now Klingon sounds very kind of like oh, oh so that imagine Make it dark, <laughs> um, and and there's no Klingon word for love either. They don't have the concept, right? Okay. Now, this is my favorite part <laughs> of the story. So, every night to get his child to sleep, he would sing a Klingon lullaby, you know, a song. To soothe your baby. And well I can't speak Klingon, but it sounds something like this, right? Tahjaj Warj, Tahjaj Vodlhamma. Okay, it sounds like, like that, right? But but these are the actual words of the lullaby. <laughs> but may the Empire endure, and may our Emperor endure. We serve him so that he may honor us. Our empire is wonderful, and if anyone disagrees, we will crush them beneath our boots. <laughs> I mean, that's an awesome story, right? Imagine, <laughs> that's the best lullaby ever, okay? Now, let's, let's talk about the results of these two experiments, and let's talk about how these experiments answer the question of how to get fluent in English, right? So, the first thing with the chimpanzee. After nine months, the, the psychologist, Mr. Kellogg, and his wife, they canceled the experiment. Cancelled it. Abruptly. Why? Because the child started to speak like the chimpanzee, the child started to make chimpanzee noises because chimpanzees do not have the cognitive ability to learn a language. They will, they will never speak English or any other language, right? Limited sign language, yes, but they will never speak a language or really understand it deeply. So there was a point when the chimpanzee stopped progressing, stopped developing, and the child passed him. But, of course, the child wanted to communicate with his brother. Okay? They were raised together. He wanted to communicate with his brother. So he started talking like the chimpanzee. Right? And the parents were really worried that the child was being, basically, was being retarded by the chimpanzee, so they cancelled the experiment. And in the second case, with the Klingon, after three years okay, after three years, the experiment stopped because their, their son started to basically reject Klingon. He only wanted to speak and to listen in English, because he knew that at school and with his mum and his dad, he knew that his dad also spoke English. So what does this tell us? It tells us that the key to language learning is all social. It's all about interaction. In this case, it was the baby and the chimpanzee. They wanted to have social contact, of course. The chimpanzee can't speak English, so the little boy started speaking chimpanzee. The communication served a social need. And and in the second one, the boy stopped speaking Klingon because he didn't have a social need. He knew that his father could communicate in English and at school he spoke English. He had no use for Klingon. He's three years old. He only wants to do things that are necessary for his life, to be sociable. To have friends, to play, to do all of those things, and Klingon wasn't necessary for those things. These tell us that the secret, the secret to fluency is putting yourself in situations where you are forced to use the language. That's it. That is it. All of the research is very clear. There is no substitute for simply using the language. And you don't... I'm not saying that you need to move to an English-speaking country to be forced to use the language. I'm not saying that you need to be in English class to be forced to use the language. What I'm saying is that you can put yourself in situations where you're forced to use it. Like having regular online chats with a partner by... If you live in a city, go out, find some tourists and offer to show them around your city for free to practice your English. I literally know people who do this to practice. Um, if you know about something, make a course about it and upload it. Um, start a blog. Write, uh, start a YouTube channel. Uh, write newspaper articles. Just put yourself in situations where you're forced to use the language to do stuff, right? And it's a big question in linguistics right now. The big question is, why are children always successful at learning a language? Because all children, except if they have um, you know, severe cognitive disabilities, all children learn their first language. But why do adults have so many problems learning another language. Why do so many adults fail? And the reason is this. Adults are not put in situations where they are forced to use a language. Not very often. As an adult, I could move to Vietnam and not speak any Vietnamese and I could do stuff. I could go to the supermarket and point and get my money. I can buy a bus ticket by pointing with a map. I could use Google Translate. I have strategies. I'm an adult. Children don't have that. Children go to school. With other children. They, 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 they need to ask for things. I want this. I want that. I'm hungry. This hurts. Ah. They have a need. An intrinsic need to communicate. And so... The secret, again, I'm repeating it again, I'm sorry. secret again is just use the language. And thank God that you weren't raised (laughs) with a chimpanzee or or speaking Klingon. Um, Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, today's Daily Digest. My name is Christian, this is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class.